0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the West Coast of the Golden State, the nation's most straightforward recovery talk show. That Sober Guy podcast, helping to keep your brain sharp and your blood clean. And now, Shane Raymer.
1: What's up? Thanks for tuning in today. I wanted to give you an inside book what that Sober Guy meetings looks like, what they sound like, what goes on in one of these meetings. I always say at the beginning of them, and you'll hear me say this, it's not meant as a replacement to any of the big support groups like NA, AA, anything like that. But what it's meant to do is provide a bridge to gap some of those issues that maybe some of us have with reaching out to the bigger groups or reaching out to a recovery-based program, whether it be AA, NA, Celebrate Recovery Uh, Anything like that. So it's just an open support group, an open line of communication for us to sit and talk a little bit about what's going on in our lives. So you'll get a firsthand look at this today. I hope you enjoy it. First, a word from our sponsor (laughs) Sober Nation is the largest online recovery community and treatment resource center. They provide treatment resources to those struggling with addiction as well as to family members who were caught in the crossfire. On top of that, Sober Nation is a huge community of good people who share their experience with each other. They have informative content, recovery and addiction news, as well as an entire clothing line, which helps expand the culture of recovery. They can be found at www.sobernation.com. Once again, that's SoberNation.com. Check it out. Also, be sure to check out SoberPodcasts.com. That's with an S, SoberPodcasts.com. That's via the Sober Nation Network, and you can check out all of our podcasts on there, That Sober Guy, The Share Podcast, Recovery Elevator, and WWA. Podcasts on there. Set yourself up for a nice little week of some good recovery content. Please like us on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, and you can email us at at thatsoberguy.com. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoy the meeting. It's got some really great content in it. I would love to hear some feedback about it, on what you think about it. So email me with any feedback, positive, negative, I don't care, because it's gonna help shape and help grow the meetings in the future. That's sobriety at thatsoberguy.com. Much love, thank you, peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean, son. All right, thanks everyone for joining today. Um, much appreciated. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about today. I have a couple a uh, couple of ideas for the meeting, and and that's why I love these open meetings because really, um, it kind of kind of gives all of us the opportunity to kind of speak on on what what we'd like, kind of pick a topic, and then if we want to stray from that, it's it's all good. Um, so I always like to say this: that sober guy meetings are not meant to replace AA or NA. Um, those organizations, in my opinion, are irreplaceable. I think a lot of people would agree on that. Um, although as an alternative to that, I know there's a lot of people out there who struggle with, um, with committing to, to, to checking out one of those organizations, maybe because the stigma, maybe things that they've heard about them. Um, most of us, I know for myself, I had never been to an AA meeting. Um, and, and I had a, an opinion about it and I had never been before. So, uh, it's very common. My idea with these meetings was to kind of help bridge that gap There's no pressure in these. It's just an open platform for us to communicate on and talk about recovery. And that's it. Uh, Plain and simple. So speak freely. Um, You know, if if you have questions or anything, there's um, myself. There's a lot of us that are in the room, too, that have experience. And um, there's some good people in that Sober Guy meetings that, um, you know, that love to help and that love to add their opinion, their knowledge, their strength, and their hope. So just want to put that out up front. Welcome to that sober guide meetings. It's a group of men and women who share their experience with the hope that they may solve their common problem and help others from alcoholism and addiction. This is an open meeting. So once it's opened up, um, you know, it's it's you have a chance to speak if you if you want to. You don't have to, you can. Questions, comments, anything you like, any topic you like. Crosstalks encouraged. Um Sometimes, depending on the tech issues, I guess. But uh, remember to wait until the, per- the person in front of you is finished if you do have anything to add. Um, definitely glad everybody's here today. It's a beautiful Sunday. Um, it's, it's um, you know, especially to those, those who are in their first 30 days clean and sober. If you're new to, to recovery, to sobriety, um, you know, it's, this, this is super important. This is a huge step for you. So thank you for joining us today. I know it takes guts to kind of step outside of that box and, and say like, damn, there's something, that, there's something going on here and, and I'm, I need to look at myself. I need to look into this and I might need some help. So uh, props to you for that. Um, the, only, the only requirement for these meetings is the, the desire to stop using or to stop drinking. That's it. And our primary purpose is to stay sober, stay clean and sober, help other addicts and alcoholics recover from, um, or recover from addiction from alcoholism, that type of thing. So um, as we do in the, in the big groups, uh, one thing I do take from them is the serenity prayer. If you don't know it, I would learn it. It's, it's a great quick prayer and we're going to open the meeting up with that. <sighs> I always have to remember to take a breath before too because I don't want to just say it. I actually kind of want to feel it because it really does do something mentally. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Damn, it feels good to say that. So, what's up? I know we got O from the Share Podcast joining us today. What's up, O? We got uh, Cormac all the way from Ireland. What's up, man? I see Kathy on there, David. Just want to give you guys a quick shout out real quick questions on here. Jesse. What's up, Jesse? Kalina. What's up, Kalina? And then I have uh, someone on the phone. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't recognize that number. What's up? But what's up to you? Thank you for uh, for joining in today. Um, Real quick, one more time, star six to unmute your phone um, once we open the meeting up. And um, like I said before, in case you missed it, if you, uh, once you're done uh, sharing or you have any questions, anything like that, just hit star six again so you can mute your phone so I don't pick up any background noise. Okay, so I want to start with this today. And this brought me back. I was flipping through, um, through through the big book and as as bill sees it when i was in rehab at azure acres one of the things we did every single morning is we all met downstairs and um we sat in the big room and one of the things that we recited was on awakening out of the big book and i haven't i i I forgot about how important it was you know until this morning when i kind of came across this again and was like damn why haven't i been you know paying more attention to this so i'd like to read that it's a great way to start the day. And I'm, I'm going to continue with this and I'm going to keep this in front of me and not let it, you know, kind of drift off like it did before. Um, so this is on awakening. On awakening. Let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity and from dishonest or self-seeking motives. Free of these we can employ our mental faculties with assurance for God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be on a higher plane. When our thinking begins to be cleared of wrong motives. If we have to determine which of the two courses to take, we ask God for inspiration an intuitive thought or a decision. Then we relax. We, f- we relax and we take it easy. And we're often surprised how the right answers come after we've tried this for a while. That's so huge if you, if you really think about that for, for a quick second. I just want to elaborate on that because many of us have the, the pressures of life, right? We have kids. We have jobs. We have bills. We have responsibilities. We're adults now, right? And um, when you add that equation into um, recovery, Or if you're early in your recovery, if you're trying to get sober or you're trying to stay sober, um, you know, that can be a mess sometimes because we feel like the weight of the world is just, just holding us down. It's on our shoulders. It weighs heavy on our hearts. We got a lot of shit on our minds. A lot of things we're thinking about a lot of, a lot of things to handle, right? That can bring on so many feelings of emotion and overwhelming. And, um, you know, this, this sense of just like, like, what am I doing? I know I felt like that a lot, like just lost. And I would sit and daydream for, for, um, you know, for hours sometimes, and just think about how all these things I had to do and how it was this person's fault and that person's fault. And this didn't go my way. Why didn't they do it like this? You know, why didn't they give me that job? Those type of things. Um, and, and what that's doing is when I do that kind of stuff and and thank God I don't do it much anymore. Um, you know but when i was doing that kind of stuff um it it was it was from me it was me you know doing that it was me trying to control outer circumstances me trying to control things that that i can't control right so how so how do we kind of combat that how do we what do we do to um you know to kind of step in and say like damn i'm feeling the weight of the world on me right now i don't know what to do um and and that's kind of you know to bring this back Right in here, it says, if if we have to determine which two courses to take, so if we're weighing these pros and cons, we got these decisions to make, we have all these things going on, we got to ask God for inspiration. You got to ask your higher power, you know, what what it is that that you want me to do. Like, what do you want me to do? And then, you know, we ask for that intuitive thought or a decision to make, Like, like, God, help me. You know, what do I do in this sense right now? And. And after we do that, after we genuinely sit back, and you don't have to be perfect at it. I still st- struggle with this every day. Sometimes I'll sit down and I'll kind of like meditate and I will want to talk to my higher power and I'll think about it. And what's going through my mind is I don't even know what I'm doing right now. I don't like, what am I doing? This, this prayer sucks. You're not even good at praying, right? That's the enemy creeping in and just messing with you. We don't need to deal with that. We need to just sit. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just sit and think, you know, just talk about it to yourself and then just like it says, we relax after that and we take it easy. We don't trip on it anymore. And and really, like, I know I've been surprised how many times answers have came to me because of this. You know, it's it's really amazing. Uh, so there was a couple things and then we're going to open the meeting up. I'm going to keep this short today. Um, there was a couple notes on the registrations that, that people had. Um, you know, there's a question on there. What would you like to talk about? One of them was was higher power. Okay. So we can use that as a topic. If anyone wants to, wants to jump in on that. I feel like I've done um, a bit of the higher power talk in the last couple podcast episodes and even this morning. So I'm going to kind of let some of you guys, maybe if you'd like to add to that, pick up on that one today, I'd appreciate that. Um, and then the other one was relapse and, um, another good topic. Maybe, maybe some of you have been through many relapses. Um, you know, I, I know I don't want to point you out because if you want to talk on it, feel free. I know there's a couple of us uh, in the room today uh, that have been through those things, so uh, that was one of the questions that that also came up. And then uh, Cormick, you had said something about a get out of jail free card, and I'll kind of let you elaborate on that, man. You always have a uh, good insight and um, you know good good opinions and thoughts usually, uh, so you can share that if you'd like. Um, I'm gonna leave it short and sweet today. Like I said, I want to open this thing up and uh and and hand it over to the group you got star six if you're on the phone uh it looks like most of us are on the app today, which is cool um and and if the, for the for the callers that are on the phone, like I said, star six to unmute yourself and um star six to go ahead and mute yourself back after you're finished so uh I'm opening it up. The meeting's open. Feel free, my friends.
2: Hey, shane how are you doing, Matt? Hormick,
1: what's up, man? All the way from Ireland. Thanks for jumping in. And <laughs> How you doing?
2: Hey, old man. How you doing? Um, yeah, up that, that get, out of free, get, get out of jail free card, then I kind of threw that down as tongue, tongue in cheek, you know. I shared uh, I shared down there a couple of weeks ago, I had uh, something small, legal, you know, and I had to go to court over it, you know, from a couple of years ago, you know. I'm even embarrassed to tell you what I was, but I'll make it quick. Like, it was my only legal, lab, fucking major legal thing that I came up. Around two years ago, I was on a shitload of um, antidepressants topped up with uh, benzos I shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have been taking. And basically, I, uh, previous week, with no drink or drugs, uh, I had went in and done three, three 12-hour shifts and blacked out no memory of them, you know. But the following week, anyway, I went down to my local centre, my local shop. There's only one shop in the village. Went down, went up to buy a bottle of vodka, and they said no at the counter. Uh, the bottle of vodka was €20, euro, you know. And I left €50, euro, so I left €30 euro more, you know. And left the shop. That night, the police called up, you know. And uh, I fixed the police computer, so they were Friendly Everton, but what actually transpired was that when I went to get the vodka, even I didn't. There was no aggression. There was no nothing. I, this could make America's dumbest criminals, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah, yeah, Irish dumbest criminals. Um, I, I can, It was half nine in the morning. It was before opening hours. I didn't know what day it was, what time was, but anyway, they they. They, when I went to the solicitor about it, she said we should be asking them for the 30 euro back. Even the cops didn't know. But the guy in the shop had a dislike and he brought me to court. The reason being, he said that I embarrassed him in front of the girl staff. But lo and behold, anyway, so this dragged on for two years, you know, and just a German after a German. They finally went to court the last day. And I had all my reports, you know, saying I'm a wonderful human being and Jesus I help the sick and all this sort of stuff. Like but it was postponed again because they those court date those reports were out of out of date. And I think when he picked up one sheet and it said he said, Where were you in treatment? And he made named out a couple of virus places, and then when he saw I was in treatment in Thailand, he he started laughing. He thought I was, uh, and I th- th- I sent you an e- email about that place before. in Thailand, Thailand yeah. an amazing place. But the point being, I now have to go back after Christmas, you know. And when I say get out of jail free, look, I'll i I'll, I'll I'll take the head hit it, at the most. It's a fine, but you do feel like stuff that happens to you two years like that. The person who who I done, I, I'm a completely different person nowadays, you know and it's it's sometimes it's hard to get adjust your head around that now that you're now that I'm a good person a good person in society, and all that that sometimes you just wish i know it's a kind of a fantasy thing you wish that a a lot of your past could be wiped clean and you get your get out of jail free card if you get you know what i mean it's just the way the past still drags 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 on you. And it, it gets difficult at the time, and you do feel a bit of resentment. I do. I be, like It's a Mickey Mouse fucking charge. And they keep pushing you, and they keep fucking pushing you, you know? And like, the judge had a list of all, oh, I haven't been in trouble with the law. He had loads of things from centers, doctors, my sponsor was there. And then he's still saying, no, we're going to postpone it for another three months till he gets fresh reports. And you're kind of going, the solicitor said, like, he's up every morning and a half, six at uh, half five morning he's out he's out till six at seven o'clock he's going to meetings every evening like if, if there was a bit of violence involved. So look no the the judge is nice, no disrespect, but sometimes you're kinda of going, What's this all about? you know mm-hmm. if you had a bit of the, if you understand what I'm saying, sometimes just thinking that's not me to leave me alone, you know? Yeah uh, no. so yeah that was Yeah. Go ahead man. No, that was it, that was it. And things like this. Yeah. have I, I relapsed a lot in the past. Thankfully, everything's going very, very well, you know. And relapsing, relapsing is very hard. And I, I'll finish on this point. It's it's coming up to Christmas now, OK? And I guarantee it's, uh, if you go to a meeting on Christmas Eve, OK, and if there was 12 in the room, and he 12 said, you know something, let's all go and drink and we'll all meet back here on the 1st of January. I say one person will get back then. And... Three or four or five six other people might make it back during the year. Relapsing is not an easy thing, as in we'll go for one night. We'll go for one night. It doesn't happen, and i one time I, I relapsed after two and a half years, and you know the way they talk about the progression, man, I picked up that bottle of vodka after two and a half years and drank half of it straight it's You don't even relapse into oh, I'll have a couple of glasses of wine with my friends. It's a progression, it's frightening. And they're looking they on to hog the floor, but that's my opinion, Shane,
1: man. Yeah, Cormac, thanks, man. A lot of good points there. Um, I, I want to point out something too um, about what you, what you were talking about about the past, because a lot of us have made poor decisions in the past. Yeah, you know, we we gotta. That's part of the recovery process. Is number one admitting those things that we've done to ourselves and to somebody else, and um, and. And forgiving ourselves for him and not beating ourselves up about him and, and letting them go. And, and, you know, like your experience, you still, you're dealing with them now, even though, you know, two years later on down the road, you know, you're on a good track right now, you know, but you're still dealing with that shit from a long time ago, you know, that can be difficult sometimes. So I guess the main underlining factor here that, that I'm, that I'm thinking of is, um, is just, you know, don't. Don't beat ourselves up. Like I'm not going to beat myself up over something I did yesterday because what, what can I do about it anyway? I can't do anything about the past. All I can do is worry about right now in this moment and what I'm going to do in the future, how I'm going to set myself up for success, not, not beat myself up over the past. So who's next, man? Who's next? Any, anyone want to jump in? We got HP as a topic. What's up, Seth? I didn't see you in there, man. What's up, buddy?
0: Omar, addict here. Uh, so anyway, uh, God, there's just a lot of topics. So a lot of stuff going on in my head. Uh, I like Cormick's uh, share about the get out of free card because, you know, here's what I've noticed being in recovery. People get a lot of get out of f- jail free cards and we can speculate as to why that is. Many of us can speculate. I got lucky. Uh, this is just, uh, I go maybe a fluke, but I've I've watched too many of them to think that that's the case. For me, since we're talking about HP too, I think that HP steps in here at some point and uses as an example as to what happens when you get clean and sober. Like when you're out there gunning and running and using, everything is happening to you. I mean, you can't do anything without getting into some sort of trouble. Okay, so anyway, I find that when every, when i was out there gunning and running i would get into trouble with everything something would happen and i and and there, there was no get out of jail free cards it was just like oh fuck again man i can't believe this shit like what the fuck my luck then all of a sudden you come into recovery and people talk about oh man i got to go to court i'm facing these charges i'm going i've got cancer i've got uh you know, this, this situation I got to deal with with my ex-wife. I have all these situations that you listen to. People come in. They share about it. And they're, 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 they're trembling, They're scared. They're devastated. They got all these things going on. And then people in the meeting say, all right, man, make more meetings, share about it, pray to God. And most of the time, the answer from those people is like, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, really? This is the fucking suggestion you have to me? Pray about it? Like, what the fuck? Turn it over? Right. And then um, they go to more meetings, they share sure. about it some more. And then a little while later, they come into the meeting and go, You guys, you won't believe what happened. I got a get out of jail free card. I went to court. Uh, the district attorney didn 't show up uh somebody didn 't do something, and boom, I got uh a reprieve right You can look at it as as you know just i got lucky i don 't choose to look at it that way. I choose to believe that because there is a higher power because you connect with a higher power and because you start changing your life and making conscious de- to, uh, decisions to to do the next right thing. That these things are gifts that happen that get given to us. All right. And then all of a sudden we get this reprieve. And because it's just a daily reprieve, I believe that as long as we do the next right thing, these things will continue to happen. When we decide to take our will back and go, Oh man, I got away with that. Let me go try and get away with this. Right. Then all of a sudden you're going to find that, that, that the pain points kind of come in. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer that I don't understand how this program works. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand why or how, or me going to meetings or me writing steps or me praying to God or me developing a relationship with higher power, or me doing the next right thing is going to keep me from getting high. I don't understand how any of that works. I just know that it works. And if I knew how it works, I'd probably fuck it up. I'd probably try and manipulate and try and figure out a way to, to, to maneuver this to my favor, because for me, inherently, I'm always trying to do shit that will benefit me, okay? And, and if I can figure something out and learn how it works, then I will try and, 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 and take advantage of the situation. Since I don't understand how it works, and I just have faith that there's a higher power in my life that, that I choose to call God, that when I do the next right thing, he performs miracles in my life. I believe I, I believe Cormick experienced a miracle in his life. You know, that's a miracle situation. And and if I look at it as anything other than that, and I and I don't take into consideration that I've 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 played my part in this, I'm doing the next right thing, and I'm gonna continue to do the next right thing as my way of saying thank you, God. Thank you, my higher power, for helping me get through this. So, I mean, that's just my philosophy and my belief system behind those kinds of, of what I call miracles. All right. That's what I got. Thanks.
1: Omar, thanks, bro. I'll talk about something real quick here and just interrupt me if you're ready to jump in. One of the things that came up recently was what do you want to do that you gave up on? What's something in your life that you dreamed about doing? Um, you know, whether it was 10 years ago or maybe it was last month and you kind of let that dream go, you didn't take action on it. It was a thought. Maybe you thought, I don't know. I could never do that. That's impossible. I don't have the financial means to do that. I don't have the knowledge to do that. Um, you know, all those types of thoughts that can creep in and discourage somebody from, from really, you know, doing what they want to do living that life that they that they dream of, right? So I just want to I just want to plant that thought in all of our minds today. What's that one thing that that you know you, you may be really passionate about that you really feel like you have a calling to do. It doesn't have to be anything huge or it can be something huge. It's up to you. It depends what that thought, what that dream is. But I just want to say that when when we live a life of recovery and we when we live a life um able to surrender to a higher power, anything is possible. And um that's what Cormac and O were just kind of alluding to right there is that when we're able to do that, you know, miracles happen. And so that first step is is really understanding that. Like, damn, this is what I want to do and and fuck everybody else. I don't care what they say, what they think. Uh you know, we have those doubts. We have that fear that's cast upon us like like we can't do it we're not good enough um that's bullshit and 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 I know because I've experienced it firsthand like many of us right so it starts with that thought and I hope to implant that today in some of us who might be might be having those those thoughts and then the next step is actually taking action like when are you going to do it okay so I can sit and I can have these thoughts all day and I can be you know have that positive motivating attitude and all that stuff but that's not going to do anything until I take action on it. So just a quick thought thought for today. Did it work this time? Yeah, there you go. What's up? Can Who's you hear this? me, Shane? Yes.
3: Oh, it, it has not been working for me.
1: <laughs> Got it. There, I can this hear is you Heather. now. What's up, Heather? How are you?
3: Good. How are you today,
1: Shane? I'm good. Thanks.
3: So um, I I listened last week. I came into the meeting and stuff. It was my first week. This is my second one. Um, and... I just want want to ask, like, what do you guys do, like, when all of a sudden you get that urge, like, like, I need that drink, you know, like, and it, it's, I'll just be, like, driving home, and all of a sudden, I'll just, like, it pops in my mind, I need some drink, even though, like, I'll just be, like, listening to the radio, or whatever, and then it's just, like, constant thinking about it. Is there, like, any tips to kind of get rid of that, like, help ease it a little bit? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Heather, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I'll, I'll take it real quick and then, and then hopefully maybe, Oh, if you want to jump in on this too. Um, I, uh, you know, for me, those type of things, like, especially early on when you're first getting sober, um, they, they're going to happen frequently. At least for me, they did. They happen frequently. And part of that is because of the habits that we're in. We're stuck. We're in that habit. We've done that for so long that that's just what we do. Right. So so part of taking that away is um, is changing our habits, changing the things we do, whether it's, um, you know, the the music we're listening to, um, you know, working our recovery program, going to a meeting like that was one thing, too. I mean, that's huge. If you're getting an urge like that, you know, you have some you have your support group. Right. You have somebody that you can call or you have a meeting that you can shoot over to like immediately. And the thing to understand, number one, it's good you're recognizing it and you're not weird for it. It's normal and it's going to happen. And then, um, number two is that the urge will go away. And so I think that's, what's gotten many of us in trouble is that we gave it to that urge and, um, you know, we didn't give it the time to sit back and take a breath and use our resources and then let that urge pass. So I'm going to pass it on to, Oh, Oh, do you got anything to add to that?
0: Yep. Sure do. Um, you know, it's it, man, it's so tough and, yeah, I'm. I'm even trying to remember what that was like, except that the only way that I can relate to that is when I'm driving home now, and I pass by a McDonald's. All right, and I drive by a McDonald's, and I think to myself, God, I really want a fucking double quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> and I, and 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 I know in my heart of hearts that I should not be eating that because it's bad for me, but my mind starts rationalizing and justifying, and then next thing you know, I'm having this fucking conversation. All right, with myself trying to justify going back, driving, turning around, going back to McDonald's and getting the food. So that's the thing that I can identify with, because for me, my addiction these days revolves around food. Um, but early in recovery, when I was, you know, just trying to stay clean and sober, and I would have those thoughts that would come into my mind and go, "Man, you know, I really, really want just a drink or something." Um, I had to recognize that I was trying to escape from something. Um, and, and, and there was some sort of amount of pain or resentment or shame or fear. or th- some, There's some thought that I don't want to think about right now. And, and in that moment, it's like I, I'm trying to identify, but I'm too early in recovery to even be able to have a, a rational conversation. So, so I knew one thing. I knew they gave me some tools in early recovery. Number one is call somebody. Doesn't matter what time it is. If you have already connected with a few people in the fellowship, like at least five people that are on your Rolodex, on your phone that you can call at any given moment and just go, "I got a nurse to drink." And today with technology, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's text messaging, there's What's Up. You know, send somebody a message and go, "Man, I'm just I'm having these small thoughts about drinking right now," and. You use those tools to start instead of trying to convince yourself, man, I don't want to drink or why am I having this thoughts or why is this coming right now? I don't want to drink. Then I'm by myself. And I've said this before. If I'm alone by myself, I'm alone with an addict and I can't have a conversation with a fucking addict, okay? because I will convince myself to do shit that I'm not supposed to be doing. So I need to reach outside of myself, start praying immediately. Just like, God, help me. God, help me. I used to say the fucking serenity prayer over and over and over and over in my car. I used to scream in my car, just fucking scream in my car. You fucking disease. Fuck you. I mean, just like a crazy person. Right. But I was so desperate. I was so scared to pick up that I I would do anything. So, you know, Pick up the phone, call somebody, text somebody, get on a Facebook group. We've got a great Facebook. We've got a bunch of Facebook groups that are like 24-7 because there's people like Cormac that are all the way across the earth. All right. On the other side of the, of the planet that are on 24-7. There's just always some sort of a support today. So there's no reason to be alone with these feelings and thoughts. You can immediately um, reach out to somebody else. Start screaming in your car. You know, um, whatever you have to do not to pick up and use, because what happens is at first it's just a little tiny voice in your head that says, you know, a beer wouldn't be such a bad idea. Or maybe let me just go in and get a Diet Coke at this bar, see if my buddies are maybe I'll shoot a game of pool. No, bad idea. Don't do it. You know, stay away from people, places and things because that's the only way you're going to be able to battle this disease. You've got no idea what you're up against. The fucking gorilla that will crush you like a fucking little tiny ant. And and unless you you prepare yourself and know that when this happens, when these urges happen, you are ready, okay? I'm going to call this person. I'm going to text this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this next right action. Um it could it could just creep it just could just you could just talk yourself into it. So anyway, I hope that made sense.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Good stuff. And let me just take a moment too to to point this out. with What you just brought up, um, and and for all of us too, and Heather, kind of you know directed towards you too. May, maybe we're feeling alone in this, right? You, a lot of us. I know I felt very alone. There's so many different avenues out there to go on, and I just want to point it out. You can go to Sober Nation. And there's a lot of different resources on there. You got all four of our podcasts on there. The Share Podcast, That Sober Guy Podcast, Recovery Elevator, uh, and WWA Wrestling with Addiction. And then O was also talking about the Facebook groups. Hit any of us up on Facebook. The group in there, the Recovery Elevator group, um, I mean, it it really is. It's like 24 hours a day. There's people on there posting shit and pictures and comments and just mad interaction. Um, Like you could literally... Like for someone like Heather who's having that thought, you could literally, you know, stop your car or if you're at home or whatever you're doing, um, jump on there. And I guarantee you there's someone within the last 10 minutes posting something that you might find relatable and you can actually have a conversation with. So um, a lot of different outlets out there, that's what they're there for is to use them. And, um, you know, it they, they really do offer a great sense of support there. Um, so hopefully that answers uh, some some of the thoughts you're having, Heather.
0: Hey, get get Cormac in there.
1: Cormac, where are you at, Cormick? Oh, I gotta, I gotta undo you, huh? There we go. Sorry, bud. There you go, man.
2: Thanks, <laughs> old oh, man. I've been screaming at him there in the side chat. <laughs> Sorry, bro. He obviously, he, obviously, he obviously doesn't like his Irish man. Some Irish guy beat him up in the playground when he was two or something. I don't know, man. No, it's just, uh, just put relapsing there, you know. Um, something someone said to me before, and it, it it stopped me drinking a lot of times, you know? Um, do you know the way when your head is fucked and you're dying for a drink, like, and your head is really fucked, you know? And, uh, they said, you know, when your head is fucked and you're dying for a drink, have a drink and see how fucked your head is in the morning, because your head's going to be 50 times worse in the morning. And that has stopped me drinking a lot of times. I'm said, God Almighty, I need a drink. My head is fucked. But what? Jesus, my head's this fucked now. Imagine what it's going to be like in the morning. And that could. That did stop me, man. That could. Because there's no person out there who, who's really in the dips of, depths of it and whose head is really fucked that a drink. It might help. It might help for an hour. But it, it won't help you. For weeks after, and then any any build up, any relationship you have built up with, with say a wife, your kids, whatever, they be trust him will all break down. And then even if you only drank for that one night, and then next week you're at a meeting, you're you're you stay ten, twenty, thirty minutes, you longer because you're talking to someone. You walk in the door, the wife, the boyfriend, they're like, "Oh well, you're late, you're late," um, because they would have thought you were drinking. And then next minute, you feel, you feel resent. Ah, I'm fucking 40 years of age. Well, why should I be excusing coming in 10 minutes late? But the whole trust in after breaking out um, for months and months after. So if, if, I'm just saying to people, and I'm not trying to preach, but if, you, if you're drinking because your head is fucked, wait till you drink and see how your head is the next morning. That's, that, that's what I have to say, man.
1: Thanks, Cormac. Who else? Seth, Seth do you have any audio down there? I'd like to get.
0: Seth he can't in. hear. He yeah. can't hear shit for some reason. I can't hear shit, and Seth always has technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to um, have Seth over at the house. You get can- Seth. You there? All right, buddy. Well, I. S- oh, no. there you are. You're gonna have, you have to know?
0: drive. You're gonna have to drive to his house. <laughs> you're gonna have to drive to his house and fix it.
1: I think so. Anyone else have uh, have any thoughts, questions, anything today? I see Kathy in there um david jesse you guys have anything don't be shy but, yeah i don't know seth i'm here let me click on your let me click on your little guy real quick and see there you go what's up buddy oh
3: shit. good morning <laughs> hey i guess it pays to be resilient and just keep keep after it and keep trying to get on
1: that's a good example Man, of that
3: i woke up I woke up a little late this morning, had a, had quite a, quite a long week. So, um, well, I guess what I did hear a little bit of our topic is HP, right? So it's funny how, uh, my higher power works for me. And, um, man, I don't even really know what to say other than, um, I've been having, I've been, I've been struggling a lot lately with being grateful and, um, grateful for what I have in my life and what's going on. And not, that's not, um, materialistic things. That's more of like where I'm at, um, personally, professionally and whatnot. Um, and it seems like every, every time I question where I'm at in my life, my, my higher power comes, comes back and kind of speaks to me and is like, Seth, you need to wake the fuck up your, uh... You're right where you need to be in your life. And it's just, I don't know. I'm so like, I'm so overwhelmed right now because I've, I've been trying to rush and get into the meeting. So I'm going to just shut the fuck up and not. I guess just, I'll get a redo next
0: week, huh? Seth, you get a redo whenever you want, buddy.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: Hey, thanks. Thanks.
1: No, I just, I mean, I want to add to that. Maybe this will open up and you can take a breath real quick because I'd, I'd like to hear what you have to say on that. Is the you know, about being grateful many of us have all these all these positive things going around us you know and and at least there's got to be one thing positive you know that we can look at but it's all about being able to recognize that right so like if i'm only focusing on the shit that i um you know that i'm not doing or that i'm not being the person i you know that i want to be if i'm only looking at it through through that like foggy lens then yeah shit's gonna suck but when i'm able to look at you know, the positives, the things that I do have, the person that I have become, the person that I'm trying to be, you know, what are the things I'm doing? Um, you know, that's when really we keep a positive attitude on the daily and it's not easy, but it's, um, it's attainable if we're working through it. Right. Is that kind of what you're, what what you're getting at? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess, I guess what
3: I'm, what I'm kind of looking for is, um, you know, answers as to what other people may do when they feel like they're getting off track with their um, spirituality, or when they feel like they're they're getting into a rut. Um, when when they we're starting to feel, you know, out of place or uncomfortable. So for me, I mean, I consider myself a pretty grateful, um, upbeat, and happy happy dude. And it seems like. Um, <laughs> I lose track of that when I when I go to. I've been spending a lot of time at work lately, which has just been crazy. But um, seems like the ten or twelve hours that I'm at work, I, I really get out of myself, and I or I get back in myself, I guess. Is, is you know, I start getting. Um, I'm I'm very irritable. Uh, I, I feel a bad attitude come over me. But then once I leave that place, like you know all that bad, all that bad juju has left my body and, and, and I'm back to on my way home where I'm like, man, I'm so fucking grateful that I have, you know, I'm able to pay my bills. I have my fucking driver's license now. You know, I have, I have everything that a sober guy could ever want. You know what I mean? Things that I never had when I was fucking out there drinking and using, you know, but it seems like there's a, Certain time of the day that I lose track of that, and I, I'm just kind of looking for suggestions on how to stay connected with that throughout the whole day.
0: Hey, Seth. Oh, here. Oh my, so, what's up, man? It's all good, my brother. Okay, so it's very. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's easy. It's very simple. You ready? Yeah. Do some fucking service. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know, and I, 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 I know that that's something that I've kind of lost touch with is is being being a being of service. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it I,
0: know,
3: it's I know it's all a fucking cop out right now, man. that I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't had the time or the opportunity. But I mean, shit, the the season is around us. That there's so much opportunity for, for service. I just haven't, I haven't taken advantage of it. So yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: Okay. Okay. So here's, here's a couple of tips. Okay. You get up in the morning. All right. And you do whatever, whatever your quiet time is or whatever, whatever your prayer time is. And then you ask God, how, God, how can I be of service to you today? You know, how, how, how can I help another recovering addict or alcoholic? You know, how can I do that today? Can you, can you put something in front of me? And, and that's, that's a start. That's a start right there. Just to kind of tune in. And and the first thought of your day should be about somebody else instead of you. And, and, you know, that's a great way to start with with gratitude. Get to a meeting and just share, man. Just share. Share what you just said right now because that's open. It's honest. And there's other people that are going to resonate with that. There's other people that are going to get it. And they're going to say, man, I feel exactly the same way you do. But, you know, gr- gratitude is something that, that, that I, can't, I can't get on my own. You know, I can't get gratitude – just by 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 accepting or 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 uh, you know, it, nah, I can't think of the word, but basically appreciating. You know, even if I appreciate everything that I have right now, my wife, my daughter, you know, my my my, you know, how much money I make, you know, the way I live, being in Costa Rica, that's all again me. That's my stuff. Okay, so that's me, 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 me. Um, and eventually, I'm gonna. Eventually, it's not gonna be enough. Eventually, it's gonna be like. Wait a minute. You know, well, yeah, I've had this for a while now and it's cool. But anyway, at some point, any small amount of reaching out, maybe just making a phone call, you know, call somebody in your Rolodex, call your sponsor, call Shane, call, call somebody, you know, figure out, you know, who can I call to just say, hey, man, what up? Just want to know how your day is going. And that's it. That's the only that's the statement you make. You know, uh, too many people call up and like, oh, you won't believe the shit that happened to me. Yeah. I, you know what? I, 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 not only do I not believe it, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like how be be fucking grateful, man. Ask me how I'm doing. You know what I mean? And and that's the only way to get out of yourself um, is to is to actively seek out a way to connect with somebody, you know, and find out how their day is going. Seth, you got to get online, bro. You got to get on Facebook. You got to get on fuck all the social media. It's fucking there's people doing service 24 seven on there. Just 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 because they're in the in the groups, man. I'm watching people like thriving in there, dude. So there's a lot of ways to do service and you don't even need to leave your house. That's enough out of me.
3: Right on, Omar. Thank you for that. And, you and you know, uh, thanks for the reminder, like. I just, man, I, I, like I, said, like I said before, man, they're all excuses, man. I just feel like my life has gotten so, so fucking busy, dude. And the craziest thing is, like, how did I ever have time to drink? You know what I mean? Living the life that I live, it's so funny. And it's, and I, I'm at that point in my sobriety right now that, um, you know, it's like I gotta, I gotta do all this other shit, and I need to be reminded that I can't do all that other shit without, without being sober. Um, but yeah, Omar, thank you, thank you for that. I, I do, I do greatly appreciate that, and yeah, I'm gonna put that into action shortly after this meeting. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man.
1: Thanks, guys. Hey, oh, what's your, what's the group? Your, your group on Facebook is it Share Group? Or what's it? What's the name of it? Because I, I said the recovery mm-hmm. elevator, but I didn't mention yours. You have a good group. As okay.
0: Well. The the share share is just just type in S H A I R, and my private group will pop up. It's sharing helps addicts in recovery. That's you know maybe it's too long, but it's the share group. You can just type in share, it'll pop up. Um, uh, you can also join us on the sober recovery and beyond. That one's got a lot more activity. And we're actually going to have uh, an online meeting right after this meeting. So I'm going to have to jump off here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're going to have a Blab online meeting following this meeting. Uh, and if you want, I can put the 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 link on the on the little messenger thing if anybody wants to join us uh, or, or needs a second meeting.
1: Yeah, type that down there, man. That would be cool. The Blab meetings are cool for, for anyone who hasn't checked it out. It's All you do is log in through Twitter. And then you'll get a live feed up and you can sit there and you can watch the meeting and you can interact with it through the um, through the chat box down below. It's pretty cool. Um, just real quick. Kalina said I wanted to talk this week because my six months is on Tuesday, but I lost my voice. Bummer. That sucks. I hope uh, hope the voice comes back. But congrats to you on the six months. Um, that's that's a really big deal. And that's really cool. I'm really super stoked for you that, um, you know, that. That's kind of a, a good point right there, you know, that six months, like, damn. So keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep trying to get better. Um, anyone else have anything to add before we before we uh, lock this up for the day today? Give you one, one more shot real quick. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today on That Sober Guy Meeting. Um, every Sunday, 8 a.m., we do these, and uh, it's great to have you. Let's end with the serenity prayer. God, grant me this serenity. God to accept, to things accept I cannot change. the things
0: I cannot change.
1: The courage the, to change the things the courage I can. The to change the things I can. And the wisdom to know and the
0: difference. wisdom, wisdom to know the difference.
1: Alright, folks, y'all have a good one. Nice. HP.
0: This has been another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com. Contact Shane at sobriety at thatsoberguy.com. And leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean.